Hey guys, this is Pastor Scott, and I want to thank you for sharing this time together. I want to take just a few moments, and I pray that you will see this as a good investment of your time. We are in the midst of something the likes of which we haven't seen. We certainly haven't seen this in my lifetime, where one crisis has affected so many different people in so many different ways. And it has come upon us rather suddenly. Uh, there wasn't much of a precursor, didn't have a whole lot of introduction. It was just basically one day everything was normal and the next day everything was chaotic. And it reminds me of the mentality of those who do a lot of either work or their living or whatever on the ocean. And it's the way that they describe when a storm suddenly comes up. Obviously, they are prepared as best they can be, and they have equipment and radar to track the weather. But sometimes, even with all of the foreknowledge, sometimes weather can just happen and a storm can come and nobody really caught it or nobody really saw it in time. And before you know it, you can be in a situation where you go from driving the ship to now the ship, the vessel, is actually being driven, being driven by the storm. And there's a panic that comes with that. I've had friends before that I've talked to about this exact situation, and they say the anxiety that can rise up. First of all, when you are out so far that you can't even see land in any direction, there's a certain anxiety, a certain worry that it brings. But then when you see a storm coming, and you know that there's nothing you can do to divert the vessel from the impact of that storm. You start bracing yourself and others because you know, we're gonna have to go through this. There's no way around it. What do we do when we have to go through things and we find out that there's no getting around it? I've often thought that one of the most disappointed feelings in the world. It's the disappointment, perhaps, of a Christian, the disappointment of a believer who thought that if I get my heart right with God and I, I try to maintain a life of honor and servitude towards Him, that if I do that, then I'm guaranteed nothing will ever harm me. Nothing will ever negatively approach me. And sometimes it's, 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 it's sad, it's sorrowful when you have to tell people like that the whole truth. That the mark of the Christian is not the ability to avoid crisis. The mark of a believer is how you approach crisis. 
not avoid trouble, but how do you approach trouble? When you go through something, are you going to let that something get the best of you? Or are you going to give your best to maintaining your stability, even when the winds and the waves are crashing around you and even into your boat? There are all kinds of storms. There are emotional storms. Storms that rise up within your thought patterns and your feelings, and you don't even have to be around other people. Just a howling storm of fear can grip your emotions, can determine how you feel you'll start thinking things that are so contrary to the way that you would normally think and certainly contrary to the way that the child of God is supposed to think. You can be in a relational storm. Certain people can just be toxic and you can do everything that you can to try to make that relationship work. But at the end of the day, it's just a relational wreck. Right now, I know people that are trying to weather financial storms. When can we go back to work? When, when can we open our businesses back? When can we get back to normal? When is the government and the powers that be, when are they going to view my occupation as essential? And that's something when someone outside of your strength and outside of your space, when, when someone has the ability to tell you that the business you run or the company you work for is non-essential, especially if you know, well, it's essential to me and it's essential to the families that this business takes care of and feeds. And it can cause you to ask some very deep, honest questions. We may not ask the question, who is God? But I know from a, from a truth, I know that you can be in the middle of an absolute crisis and you can ask the question, and I've asked the question, where is God? Lord, I don't see you in this. We still think that if God were with me, I wouldn't be going through this. But the fact of the matter is, we can go through this because God is with us. The Bible declares that our God is a very present help in times of trouble. The truth is, it may take a troublesome time to reveal to us that God really is there. If you don't need Him, you won't ask for Him. But it's amazing how the storm will harness our attention and get our focus. And if 
this time hasn't done anything, I hope that it has caused us to reset and reprioritize things in our life. God is not a God that is to be shared. He is God alone. And I want you to know that no matter what you're going through right now, you can call on his name and he will respond because he's never left you. Even if you don't see him, you may not see him right now in the way that you would like to see him, but he promises he'll never leave. Job said, I looked for him, but I couldn't find him. Yet, he knows the way I take. God has promised us that he would never leave us. He's promised us that he would never forsake us. I implore you, I encourage you, I challenge you. Take him at his word. Don't let the storm be the final say-so. Let the God who started this, let the God who began the good work in you, let him be the finisher. Let him be the omega. Let him be not only the letter A, but the letter Z. Let him be every letter in between. Let him be the faithful one who will complete absolutely everything that he has started. And I can declare that when we pass through the waters, he said, I will be with you. Let's start writing our ending. Is it tough? Yes. Is it hard? At times. Is it uncomfortable? You bet. Is God still with us? Absolutely. Has he ever left us? No, sir. No, ma'am. Will he fail us? He can't because he will honor his word above all things. So I encourage you today. I strengthen you today. Take him at his word. Let the peace speaker be the peace giver and the peace keeper. In Jesus' name, I speak this over you. Peace, be still, amen. God bless you, I love you so much. And God loves you way more than I could ever hope to. I'll talk to you next time.